Taco Boys podcast. It is I, Taco Boy One, and sitting across from me, uh, a couple hundred miles away. Well, I don't know if it's a couple hundred, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I live in a different country. Miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lovely of loveliest it's Taco Boy number two. I'm doing my like. Well, I was trying to do a queen, a queen wave, wave, but then it was like my hand kind of got out of. Got out of control. It was like a fish. Do you think I'm, the band Queen ever like did a wave of in their audience, and it was the Queen wave? Possibly. Who knows? Which Maybe. I have. Um, I have a great video I saw of a wave. But oh. allow Christian introduce who allow. we have with us. Allow, <laughs> allow. I will allow it. Allow yourself. Allow and I allow that third voice you're hearing is none other than Brandon Hopper. Another lovely of loveliest joining us today, a uh, longtime friend, first time guest on the Ooh, podcast. Wow. Oh man, that was smooth. Yeah, smooth like butter. Thank you so Thank you. I worked with Brandon at a coffee shop back in the, the old hometown of Danville, Virginia, which where the you Dan. know is uh, kind of where uh, Taco Boy 2 resides a little it bit. It is. I currently, kinda. here's my address. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my zip code. Send yeah, all social... Amazon packages to me. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, write this down. Here's my social security number. All right, all right, all right you got it. Hey, Jeff, you listening? Well, Bezos gave me a little action. You know <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Jeffrey, please listen to the podcast. <laughs> I love that I called him formally Jeffrey. Yes. As if, Jeffrey. I don't know if that means we're on better terms or worse terms than everybody. But, but that, Brandon. I mean, he's, he's, oh, yeah. Jonathan, what? What, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm just glad to have you on, dude. dude like, it's so great to be on with two incredible, talented, musical individuals. <laughs> and then me, myself, have none of that. Oh, So, you know, wow. Um, wow. I just feel honored and, like, just, you know, really happy to just be here and wow. be with you guys. Yeah, dude, that like, was you know, here. As the people that listen to this, you know, um, it's a great podcast. Um, wow. So... Thank yeah, thank you. Let no. me just uh, return some of that love and just let everyone know that Brandon is an amazing man, has a lovely wife, uh, Savannah. Shouts out, shouts oh, out, yes. shouts shout out, out, Savannah. Out. <laughs> shouts from the mountain. <laughs> um, yes. They are just lovely people, wonderful, wonderful. And Brandon has the biggest of hearts, and yes. he has such a way of describing things. He has a passion. And just loves to get down to the nitty gritty when Whoa. it comes down to describing and enjoying things such as food, such as yes. coffee, such mm. as all knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys have heard of... of the quality content of information, in my opinion. I mean, if you took Aristotle and Jay Z and then you put them together, mm. then that would maybe not be me. But <laughs> <laughs> how would it be? Aristotle or like J Stottle? J Stottle, one hundred percent J Stottle. We should just drop oh, so that that's guy. Pretty that's, good. Your that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, just saying. J Stottle. It'll be Greek rap. Um, <laughs> Greek rap. <laughs> what is that? What's that a euro? <laughs> it's only about Greek food. <laughs> You're like, I like shredded meats on a little cone of bread. You know, like, Give me that goat cheese, sprinkle it. Yeah. <laughs> yogurt, <I'll> yogurt. <laughs> Giovanni, Giovanni. <laughs> I want the money. 
What is it? Um, is the American version of Greek yogurt. Is it? Yes. Well, it's an American. Oh, I'm pretty sure. But uh, thank you, Christian, for such kind words. Oh, oh, wow. You know, it's uh, Jonathan. Do you have any? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know, here's my thing. I haven't, I haven't known Jonathan as long as Christian. He's kind of, but I've known of Jonathan. I, I, I know. Benjamin, if uh, you know you. Yes, oh, no, we've right. talked about uh, Benjamin Christian several times. Also worked with at the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, but I've known Benjamin a long time. When he was the a, only person we, you haven't worked at the coffee shop with is me. This is true. <laughs> so, yeah. this is true. Like, like, but I've known there. Benjamin, known of Benjamin a while because my brother used to work at Chick Fil A back when he was sixteen, and Benjamin was just a tiny little lad oh, just starting oh, there. Wow. Yeah. All baby faced and no muscle, but you know, <laughs> how, things have changed. how things have changed. How things yeah. ha- have they changed? He's manager a big boy now. And man, a man. He is a manager. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about manager at Chick fil A, and he just will hand out the sweets Dude, he's to whomever he pleases. Look up, oh, yes. my guy. He, he is I, the most lovely man. He's lovely so kind. Man. He'll come over and just joke with you and then just get right back to it. It's, yeah, it's Chick-fil-A, it's, give him a raise. Give him a store, dang it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Say it right stores. Now. Two, two st- give him an entire store. store. <laughs> For free. The ground up. Build just Benjamin a store. No startup Let cost. Benjamin build the store. He will do it. He probably could. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. this yeah. house yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like Bob he's the Builder. Into a Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't ben know. the Builder. Yeah. Is Benjamin turning his house into a Chick-fil-A? This is true. I, <laughs> the first residential Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I mean, like, I live and breathe do. Chick-fil-A. Like, you know, <laughs> it's kind it's kind of like a university, like you know where you walk in and you're just going to walk into somebody's house and there's going to be a little section that's a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Like put it in you a nice You ring the doorbell and it's just like my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. My He's goodness. Like, gotta have now, a key. Yeah. One thing that both of y'all had in common talking about work oh. was the bank. And oh, that was kind of something I wanted to go into bro. because oh let me just tell you right now, <laughs> people love Monopoly. And there's one big part of Monopoly that we all know, and that's the bank. But mm. a lot of you aren't privy to the nitty gritty of what oh, goes yeah. on in a in a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Financial institution. Mm, yeah, that's we were right. often FDIC like insured, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh man, oh, they're talking smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm like, this. how about that audit and compliance, <laughs> yo? <laughs> what interest? What, what, what was the what was the uh, report uh, that we had to fill out? Um, oh dang, it was like anything over like nine nine nine. Like, oh thousand. yeah, yeah. What was that called? To... Was it a BSA or I can't? No. I don't remember. It was it was a form where you had to fill like, it had out. Like, Low compliance. People are like, hey. What you buying there, buddy? <laughs> Where did you get this money? <laughs> You're like, I I will send the cops. No, it's like not not that level. No, it, they, they, we, they were like, ask them the question without asking them the question. I remember yeah, one right? of my trainers told me this. Like, ask questions without them knowing that you're going to yeah. ask a question. Like about yeah. the money they were looking And I'm like, do you guys have any suggestions? And they were like, no. 
<laughs> They're like, we haven't learned how yet, but if you do, please let so us I'm like, know. So what you're saying is you guys haven't come up with any good ones. Yeah. I, you know, basically the whole reason was it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was all after like 9-11, you know, because mm -hmm. like in the banking system, a lot of stuff was able to get hidden yep. and that they were able to get away with a lot. And so the government like put in place more like compliance around really large sums of money to where if possible for you to notate like, oh, you know, hey, they were buying a Lamborghini, you know, that kind of stuff. Like at least then there's an idea of what had happened. Now, it, it doesn't apply to like other stuff, you know, like smaller purchases. But the question I always would do is I would just say, you know, if, you know, let's say someone's withdrawing a hundred grand or something, I would just be like, you know, you know, this stuff, you would just be like, well, Hey, that's a pretty hefty amount right there. Just kind of joking with them. And, ah, and they, most of the time they felt already would feel like uncomfortable slightly. Oh, yeah. So they'd be like, Oh yeah, well, you know, I'm having to do repairs just like small talk. Well, then at that point, you're like doing repairs <laughs> into your like notation. And it was why are you always typing right after I just said doing repairs. <laughs> oh, no, no, Reese, asks no me why I am <laughs> typing <laughs> suspicious <laughs> dials 911. <laughs> it's on chat AIM 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone help me. No, um. Brandon, did now, you? Is this... Sorry, I know. Go for it. Go no, for it. Go for it. Form please. Of incognito robbery like why would you need to call the cops if someone's no, it's, withdrawing it's just, excessive amounts we're not of we're money. not calling the cops we're just no, we're, we're creating a paper trip as jonathan said the, the the united states just realizes that they had no way to track large amounts of money like after 9 Cash just they, floating around, they realized yeah. that there was terrorists mm -hmm. and criminals that were moving large amounts of money unreported income and all this that the RS never knew about, and they had no paper trail on the money. Yeah. So then it was able to just kind of like illegal transactions were able to happen through the local banks and through the local institutions. Yeah. So then they instituted, um, whatever that was. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I, I literally can't remember. And then there was one for three thousand as well too, but it didn't require as much information. Mm. Uh, I remember the, that one. You had to like get their driver's license. Yeah. Like, you know, and like. Did you ever have to do stuff. a thumbprint? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Good old Absolutely. thumbprint. How was doing that? They hated uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, I would have people that, you know, we would do we thumbprints. Down. Yeah. They. Oh yeah. They. They were just yeah. like, I'm not getting put in the system. And I'm like, well, if you're not going to do anything illegal, like, does it matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. Like, like we're a bank, it, not a police then, department. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I. Uh, did you ever have, like, any check fraud that you caught? Oh, absolutely. That was. Do you have a without going into specifics, obviously, because we're still under compliance. Well, as I said, we uh, like uh, nobody knows where I've worked, and I'm not going to mention them, um, just oh, yeah. for you know security purposes. Yes, but um, yes, uh, yes I, I had a uh, person's uh, a daughter one time, um, and uh, she was trying to write checks of like twenty five and fifty thousand dollars out of her. Uh, her dad's account. It's always um, the family and, members, uh, man. It, it, I, it's, I tell you, man, uh, that's like a family can either be your best friends or your worst enemies. Like, you know, <laughs> robbing you blind. You know, <laughs> my enemy is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. 
but um and uh she she went to like six different branches trying to do this and uh we had three of our branches where she actually got away with it and wow, then uh, uh, yeah we uh we caught it at my branch and i was like hmm, this Atta doesn't boy. look right and like oh her name's not on the account like why does she have these checks and uh we caught her there and uh she got put wow. away for a little bit as well too um, some tough love served there, the so yeah, we locked her in the vault no room. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own jail now but that we are taking going, your thumbprints. Going back yeah, to that right, form, right. we would we. I remember we had one guy where, you know, low key. I'm trying to ask him. I'm like, ah, look at you. You got big vacation. I, 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 I would uh, I would like uh, say I was like, oh, what nice, what nice car are we buying? Like, I want to, yes, I wanted to try yeah. to appeal to their the, image in a sense like you know yes, that they would like ragging, want to flexing. like talk about it because w- what's what's a lot of money if you don't see Get to tell anybody if, you know yeah, yeah yeah if nobody sees you spend it or something like that that's why a lot of criminals can't just keep the yeah. money that they have they have to go buy out and buy fancy yes, cars and yes. fancy houses and mm. we don't want just People don't just want wealth; they want an expression of wealth. Yeah. Um, Ooh. So writing that one down. That's all. There is Jay Stottle on Taco Boys podcast. Say it again. People don't want wealth; they just want an expression of wealth. Wow. Nice. Nice. I think Jordan Belford would agree with me. Okay. Very nice. Wolf of Wall Street. Um, for those that don't know. Um, but uh, so. He would literally just go, and he was like, because I guess he knew about the form, and I guess he knew that, like, anyways, he would just go, drugs. Drugs? Nope. They'll drugs. Tell you drugs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he would be like, yeah, I would With have the a couple series? that would be on to it, and they would give you the worst, like, the worst answers knowing that they weren't serious, but then you're also kind of like. Are you serious? Are like, you serious? I, I don't know. Like he's... when he drives up with a new car, like, you know, a couple months later and then like just keeps, um, cause also like, you know, they'll teach you to do the things that there's a form that we even fill out when we don't have to fill out certain forms. And it's that some people just in it's case a they form know, we're what... not filling out forms. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we would have to fill one out. Like basically if someone came and like made six consecutive transactions of $9,900. So then yeah. at that point, they seems like they know that if they put it There's right underneath system. the amount, they're not going to get reported. Yeah. So then we had a suspicious activity form mm-hmm. that we had to file out. And then eventually if those transactions continued, we would then send that to uh, maybe the IRS or um, whoever's, head of uh, the financial institutions in America, the yeah. treasury department. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm treasury department. And uh, like y- you would have questions about those people. You, you, you'd have questions for sure. Um, and yeah. like when they, they say drugs, I'm like, <laughs> writes it down. I'm like, mm. said are, are drugs, drugs, maybe serious? sarcastically. Drugs? <laughs> <laughs> like, are they, are they being like 200 IQ here? And like, you yeah. know, just playing the system or they're like, he thinks I am, which I am saying that I am because I am, Actually, yes, I am because they will think that I'm not. You know, it's like exactly. what? It's like you're you're playing the false humility card in a yeah. sense of the way and being like, oh, like, yeah. But anyways, it was a uh, it was a interesting, fun time working at a financial institution. Ooh, wow, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, as I'm sure it was for you, Jonathan. I my one of my favorite moments was uh, I would I would work the late shift on the drive-through 
and basically how that worked is is that I would stay extra time and but I got to go in late and I like to sleep. So I was it was kind of this weird <laughs> shift that I did and there was one time that I was working the drive through this dude comes through on a motorcycle and he sends in a check and it, you know if a person didn't bank with us we would have to have their ID and like we'd take down the information all that and yeah, yeah. as long as the check was from like our bank that we mm-hmm. could confirm funds you know you yeah. know the drill but for yeah. the listeners sake <laughs> there's a reason for everything so it yeah. ends up that I get the check in and I look at it and I'm like, okay, all right, this this signature is kind of wavy. So then I go into the files on on the system of the account, and I'm like, this is not this guy's signature. Like, it's not the correct endorsement on it, if you will. Not endorsement. It's not the correct, if you will. (laughs) So then at that point, I I call the the account holder and I'm like, hey, did you write a check for this amount? And he's like, nope. So then at that point, I'm like, all right, so I need to make sure that I get the information I need. So then I have his ID in here and I'm like, hey, dude, like I, I didn't say, hey, dude, I was like, excuse me, sir. Actually, here's a so better. <laughs> Is this for drugs? <laughs> well, well, it ended up it was the guy's grandson. It was the, so it was the guy's grandson and he had like stolen his checkbook. Oh, and so I, I'm coming my. through on the bank speaker just like, excuse me, sir. Um. I can't see your face with uh, your motorcycle helmet on. If you could just take that off for a second so I can compare ID. And he took his helmet off. And literally, the reason I did that is because we had a camera on the tube. And so he literally, like, takes his mask off. And I look, his mask. He takes his helmet off. Uh, You can tell this guy's been living in 2020. Man, that's 20. This mask before masks were cool. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So it ends up that... uh, I like get get the ability to see the the picture that we got of the thing, but then I tell him I'm like, well, hey, you know, actually I can't uh, cash this check at the time, and it seems like the check is not wanting to work with the system, which was what we were told to kind of say. Yep. Well, at that point he panics and just drives away and <laughs> left his ID. And the yep. check with that me. Has ha- that happened like so many times. With, what, like, people forgetting their IDs in the tube? Just, like you ask them a certain question, they're like, uh-uh, and then they just fly. People either freeze, f- flee, or fight. And like <laughs> yeah. all these people be fleeing, man. Like we had, we had a guy take off. He left the stolen checkbook that he stole. He left his ID um, and uh, like – Something else. I, I I forget. He gave me he gave me some other personal effect or something. And like he yeah. just let Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Can I get those digits, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, here's my number, bro. Come on now. <laughs> but oh my gosh, like this the craziest thing that happened at this financial institution um was not even finance related. And uh so I, I apologize to the listeners. I'll, I'll put it as plainly as I can tell this this story. Um, and um, so we were we were working one day, and there's this guy that walks in, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it to you now. There's really no build up to this story. Anyways, <laughs> he, he walks in. He walks in, and as he's working, uh, we'll call him Dave. Ooh. Like nice. Dave walks in. Dave. Oh, um, I know Dave. Now, no. now this is 
I hope you don't know this, Dave. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, and that and this is no offense to all Daves everywhere, um, but Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave walks in and he uh, he starts pooping. Nice. Oh. There you go. Um, as he's walking. Oh. And uh, <laughs> was he wearing pants? Yes, he was. But okay. uh, let's just say that the poop made its way to the floor oh. um, as he's walking. <laughs> so as he's walking, he's pooping, and he's just leaving a, a trail of poop. And he breathe, like briefly says to like one of us. Uh, it was uh, me and my coworker that was working at one of the desks. And he's like, "Do you guys have a bathroom?" And we're like. He's <laughs> upstairs, and he's like, "Okay." And then he starts speed walking. So then he starts pooping more. Oh my! And then goodness. we had a group of stairs, and I guess he just didn't decide that he could make it up the stairs. So then he, at the <laughs> stairs, proceeds to like just drop his pants and no! then finish pooping on the stairs. <laughs> what? I, I'm like, did he happen to get turned down on a check or something? You know, he's, like, he's like, that's it. He I've was just it. a guy that came in and, dude, he had to go. I don't know. He was like a Goodness. 35 to 40 year old man, like not, oh. not very old. And like, but that's so embarrassing, right? He, like, and then he just walked out. <laughs> what I mean, what else would you do? I mean, if that, if you, if you went into uh, just anywhere, and you were like. I'm, I'm gonna this is so bad I'm gonna poop my pants and you don't make it what else do you do but just run I mean like really you're like I can't but do you I can't run live out with or this. further in like yeah. either way when, when, you go see, further. when you see a group of stairs like you're like it. I get to the heart of this company <laughs> that was I mean the whole wow. bank we just everything stopped and we were just like um Oh. Did that just happen? Yes. Did that just yeah. happen? Wow. I never had anyone the poop the bank. Thing that's ever happened there. I yeah. I still can't believe to this day it happened. I, I it Dave it's just, so far out there. Like I've never would have thought. I yeah. I, it's just unbelievable. But I had one of the weird one of the weirder times that I had. Was I was I was doing like accounts openings and everything like that, and so a guy came in wanted to open an account, and so I sit down with him in the office and I'm, you know, kind of talking with him and just right away I was like this is a, this is an odd man like I didn't know how else to think about it. I was like this man is wearing a was <laughs> he pooped right there in my office no. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, have you Jonathan, been to this any could other go one of two ways? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, look, you either Number let me have two. an account or I will. <laughs> that one, he got me on that one. You got me. You sly dog. You got me. It ended up that. Uh, he was wearing a, like a brown leather jacket, but you know, crazy, right? No, he was wearing a brown leather jacket and the collar of it was like purple fur. What? Yeah. I was like, this is, I was like, is this like custom? Where did he get this? Or did he like dye it himself? Like, was it white fur? And then he just like dyed it, but Purple fur. Them apple bottom jeans, though. (laughs) Yeah, boots with boots with the purple fur as well. And so (laughs) then it ended up that um, he sits down, and I'm like, okay, you know, we got to run check system and all that. See, like all that. 
so as I'm doing it, I'm just making conversation with him and asking he, those questions. Well, oh, oh I well, I ended up I just was basically, you know, making regular conversation with him, trying to get an idea of how his day was and all of that. And I just noticed his pattern of speech and everything that he said was just like out there. I was like, he's I feel like he's not I mean, he's not keeping his train of thought where he's going. Well, then he asked me this question. He's like, uh, how many how many locations do you have of this bank? And I was like, well, you know, we're pretty local. Uh, we got some out of town and stuff. And he's like, how about like down the entire East Coast? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, no, <laughs> not any down the entire East Coast. And he's like, well, okay, here's my plan. And I was like, okay, well, do tell. And this, my office, by the way, starts typing. He has yeah. a plan. <laughs> Man has plan. We'll report back later. I have a form for if they have a plan. But it was basically, uh, my office was all windows. Like, it was glass. And then next to my office was another office that was my my manager's. And she kind of, like, heard that, like, muffled through the wall. And I kind of, like, peek over and look at her. And she's just, like, starting to crack up. Like, he's about to be in for a wild ride. Like, I already know. <laughs> and so the guy's like, I have this plan. You ready? And I was like, okay, what's uh, what's your plan? And he's like, so I have this submarine, right? What? <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. Dude, Christian, have I never told you this story? I don't know. If you have, I've definitely probably forgotten it. It's, I it, I, it's Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, then he's he's like, I have this submarine, right? And I have like three girlfriends. We love them. Deborah, Susan, and he just lists three ladies. And I and it kind of seems... It, what the Deborah Susan and uh I don't know get throw a name out there I it, I remember Deborah and Susan right but Dave <laughs> but D- Dave Denise Davey, <laughs> Denise <laughs> Davey uh we'll say Davey is the third lady. Perfect. um but then it ends up that uh he's like so I've got Deborah Susan and Davey and uh those what can I say? My ladies, they love me. My ladies love me. And I was like, oh, do, do they? You know? Taking and he's like, ladies love him. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a, here's my plan is I'm wanting to get a little off the grid. So my plan is to get in my submarine. And I was like, so you, you do have a submarine. He's like, and the ladies, you know, well, honestly, Deborah's a little jealous of Susan because me and Susan, we we're more of a thing, you know? And I was like, uh, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, but my ladies, we're getting in this submarine and we're going all down the east. All uh, they're going with them, dude. He's like, we're going down the east coast. And he's like, and here's the thing, though, my submarine, it is yellow. <laughs> and I was like, so your yellow submarine? And he was like, yes. Wait, actually, no, it's camouflage. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can't just change your nice. submarine on while we're in this. Are you taking notes? I said camouflage. Redacted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I'm typing all of this. But he was like, it's uh, it's actually camouflage because that's how they'll get you. That's how they get you. And I was like, who? And he was like, the government. The government will get you. If you have a yellow and I, the <laughs> government. Like, well, like, the Beatles are here. We should stop the Beatles and get well, them to perform for yeah, us. Let me tell you what, guys. <laughs> if they got a yellow submarine, if they got a yellow submarine, 
We gotta yeah. stop them. We gotta stop them. <laughs> They're gonna try to go down the east coast. We gotta stop them. Yeah, now, if it's camouflage, we can't do a thing about it. Yeah, how do you camouflage <laughs> in the ocean? Is it blue? Like, That's what a color great is Let me throw this crazy idea out there. It's made of nothing. Yeah, it's just glass. <laughs> Can't see it. It's just glass. You just it's, see. You just see this guy. His three ladies. It's like, just one, in the water. It's like Wonder Woman in the Invisible Jet, just try, like you ever riding. Seen a chameleon? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a chameleon submarine. It's all <laughs> LED walls yeah. that are waterproof. It could be camouflage. It could be blue. We don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just look for the invisible submarine in the ocean with oh like people floating in it. So. It, but it, then he gets on like a weird political rant. But what I remember of it was he was just like, he was like, the government's after me. The government's after me. And I was like, I mean, okay. You do have a camouflage submarine. So, I yeah. Also like, I yeah, feel like they might should yeah, be at this rate. Heck. So then he's telling me all this and, and it ends up that he gets on this rant where he's like, the government's after me. But then. But then, and I was like, okay, (laughs) and he's like, and this, I'll never forget this part. This was great. He said, then the Trumpster came strolling into town and he stands up. What? What, Oh, yes. Okay. He's in your office. Sorry. He stands up and he gets in like a wild west pose Mm. and he's like hovering his hands like he has two holsters (laughs) and he's like, the Trumpster strolls into town. Bang, 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 taking them down. Bang, bang. And I'm like, what the crap is this? Because he starts shooting you with his guns. Yeah, he's like finger gunning in my office. My manager is losing it in the other room, dude. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You know? And he's like, bang, bang, bang. They're all down. They're all down. And then he blows the ends of his finger pistols and holsters them. Yes. And then he was like, well. Anyway, thanks for all your help and leaves. <laughs> wow. Oh my. Wow. And I'm like, I okay. I, I don't doing well on the East I, Coast. I, no, yeah. I, no. I, I Susan the, real question, the real question is, is uh heroin or you know um, <laughs> yeah, which one, man? Or cocaine. Like which one? Like, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, uh, would we go so far yes. for, as LSD? Like, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's probably something some about that stuff. purple collar just screams LSD to me. I don't know. The Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I mean. But my manager was like, I heard very muffled versions of this, but I'm going to need you to tell the rest of us what in the world happened in your way. office. She's like, because I looked over and all I hear is like muffled, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like, but with finger guns, it was that was a weird one. But the thing is, oh my gosh, wow, he did not poop in my office. So, you know, honestly, I would have preferred his story. I mean, like, I can deal with yellow submarines, I can deal with camouflage submarines, but (laughs) that's what I'm saying. I can't deal with uh, the poop that's in the floor. Like, I mean, that's just not me. Like, you know, nope, I'm not gonna gonna handle the poop. Yeah, wow, not about that. Tails. To, to, to bank on, you know? You can always <laughs> oh, bank on these. Oh, Anyways. Um, wow. <laughs> sorry, everyone. My gosh. So good. That was, I actually liked it. It was no, nice. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> over here having a crisis like, why did I come on after that joke? What has this, it done? I take back everything I said at the beginning. I, I, knew. <laughs> I knew this was a mistake. 
And I'm like oh typing over here like redacted <laughs> statement. Redacted <laughs> I've got a form for that. <laughs> my goodness. Um, speaking of jobs, we we me and Jonathan used to work at a, a good old Lifeway back in the day. Yeah. And yesterday I went into this this one Christian bookstore that I can't remember the name of. It's here in Lynchburg, and it starts with an M, and I can't remember it. But maybe it's a. The Messiah? Messiah? Did the you Mas- say Messiah? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you have a like mind. For kicks and giggles, I walked over to the t-shirt area because I knew I just wanted to to see those shirts. Because yes. is, it, is it wrong to want to cringe sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. It's not it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> Sorry, it sounded like I disagreed with you there, but I was just strongly agreeing with you by disagreeing. Yeah. He was so ready to agree that he missed the, the phrasing. <laughs> um, have you ever been so ready to agree you accidentally disagree? <laughs> Do you want to get married? No. I mean, yes. No, no. Yes. Do you want these tacos? No. I mean, yes. you do. <laughs> It's like it's like in Monty Python where he's like, "What is your favorite color? Blue." Wait, no, no green. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Um, yeah, what color is your sunburn? Yellow. No, wait. <laughs> Camouflage. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I walked over there and I was just like, it, I really felt bad because of what I, I was. I wanted to do it, but also I'm like, is this wrong of me? Because sometimes you're just like, there's, you know, there's gonna be that gold. You know, there's gonna be those shirts that just kind of make you frustrated, and you're just like, yes. why is this the thing? But you know what? I just kind of wanted to experience that. Yes. So I found a couple shirts. Um, Excellent. There two. Uh, there's one that I. It's just tops for me right now. It's I so feel like I'm also, so... by the way, like out of touch with the like the t-shirt, the Christian t-shirt world because of not yeah, being at Lifeway. Culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a hot minute. I remember if we can go back to uh, Lifeway for just a oh second. There was this one shirt I remember we received, Jonathan. I don't remember if you remember this. For some reason, the the Christian community was getting into uh, gains, weightlifting, and mixing for some reason. Yes, Jesus oh. into workouts. And the worst one that I ever saw was bro. I, I bet think I already know what it is. And it said, "His pain for our gains." Oh, oh my. <laughs> Gosh. And I there was, was like, can we sell this? We cannot sell this. You cannot tell me. We're Wasn't he like this. in push-up form, like pushing up the cross? Too? I don't remember I, I, that. I, th- I think you're right, Jonathan. And like, I mean, literally, <laughs> Jesus at the right hand of you know God. He's just you know that's that's a face palm yeah. for them. He's just like, well, what? The, I rem- it's either that one that had that picture on it, or it was the one that was a parody of Gold's Gym. It said God's oh, yeah. gym, and it was like him lifting the cross, and I was like, Ugh. Gosh, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's the like worst. You can't, you can't do it. Like that's not okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's that that type of stuff. Honestly, when you start leaning into like the character traits of God and like the crucifixion in that way, 
Like it's one it's one thing if you've got like the eBay logo that instead looks like I pray. Like you're or like, like okay, got, Jesus like, got milk. Like I right. understand that. I still don't love yeah, that idea. Yeah, definitely levels to cringe, but we have yes. to realize where we're residing and it's in an area of cringe just in general. <laughs> yeah. I, this the whole industry of as I, I call it copy culture where they're they're trying to take a popular theme or an idea yeah. and then morph it into something that relates to Christians, which can speak to yeah. a uh, larger issue that goes on throughout the church in America. Ooh, but we very true. Um, so it's just cringy. It just – I remember <laughs> the, the Hunger Games shirts that they, they released when the Hunger yes. Games came out. They even did some modern warfare – Oh, dude, things. yes. Yeah, I'm just, spiritual yeah, I like warfare, I yes. It was the cringe corner of Lifeway. I mean, it was just, it was, <laughs> yes. a, 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 apologies to all 35 to 50-year-old dads, but it's what <laughs> all of those dads would go the, and get, and then you pair it with jeans and some tennis shoes, and they'd yes, wear that, like their in. graphic Christian tee, and like, cringe. Cringe. I would like to dub that area that, if if we may, I would like to name this culture cringianity, because oh, I feel oh, like that's it. Oh, good. Um, copyright has yeah, everything on the we, podcast. It's perfect. Yes, we nailed that, that one. Could be a meme page on uh, Instagram. that's that's good enough for we Reddit right there. I mean, right. that that was great. I'm that writing it down currently. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we could all be moderators on that one. <laughs> and guys, let's make a T-shirt. <laughs> Oh yeah, we oh I mean, straight up, it's 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 like almost too easy, and and I I struggle with this because I do, I like the idea of paying homage to a good branding and titling and everything like that. There, it, I think that there is aspects that you can do that. Like I've done it in a couple in one of the Taco Boys designs that I made. I did it with a thank you bag, and I was like, that's yeah. a cool design. I like that. And there's certain ones, and, and for me, I don't know if it's just because it's associated with my beliefs that makes it like, okay, I, I get that, but like sometimes I just like struggle with finding that balance where I'm like, this is okay, and this one's not okay. Like, yeah. obviously, the one that's like his pain for our gains, I'm like, no, Jesus. Did I not would die say that's so borderline, that if not all the way blasphemous. Yeah, you know, like, like it's, I'm, it, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, you just don't say that, you know, like, it's right. ridiculous. Um, I think there's a big difference between like, like ironic parody and humor, where mm. you, you know like we'll satire. use like yeah, like satire. But then there's the ones where it's like you can tell that someone like designed it, not even they just designed it to try to, uh, uh, like appeal to. Dude, like there's a saying, shirt Brandon. I literally sent you just now. There's a picture, and I'm gonna show it to Brandon. I'm looking and at it currently. Faith, alerve. <laughs> yes. See, I read it as faith voyeur. Yeah. It's like, so for those at home listening, oh it's the 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 thing that we've done recently, which is great. I love this cool idea where you cross the arrows and you put something in each of the sectors like of the it. Sectors. But instead of, I understand what they were going for. They put the O at the top. They put the V on the left, the E on the right, and the R at the bottom. But my brain reads yeah. reads like a clock. If it's, yes, like, exactly. if it's orientated in a circle, I'm going to read 
you know, 12, <laughs> yeah. 3, 6, 9. I'm going to go exactly. right, to, right Which was the discussion you and I had of the one that we had messed around with was making yes. sure what we did was in, like, it was going actually go around. Right yeah. Way. And so for this one, and I've seen another <laughs> one before, which was hilarious because it was, it was anyways. <laughs> for me, I was just like, okay, I get it. Cool. Did you ask anyone before you made? <laughs> yeah, did you yeah. run did you, this by someone? Go, do, what do you yeah. think? Does this look right? This is this is this is what you jot down at like 11 p.m. <laughs> at night. And I'm going to I'm going to name the designer Jessica. No offense Jessica. to any Jessica. Um, but Jessica, this is one that she did not push past her um like director and she just put it right to the assembly line and they made the shirt. And then um yep. They saw it later in an email, and they were like, "What the frick, Jessica? Like, <laughs> what the frick, Jessica? <laughs> Our next T-shirt." <laughs> like, I mean, like, I think, like, I don't think it's uh, like, uh, like a big stretch to say. I think most everybody's gonna read it that way, right? Like, yeah. And think about like when you're making a product, you're making it to appeal to the majority, not you know, yeah. my, the minority, especially Christian T-shirts. Yeah. Um, so what's with the letter placement? Like, uh, what's going on here? Like, I don't know. Like, so I, uh, I, I agree. Right. Like, it's the matter of I. You can do something. Do it well. Like, yeah. What's, yeah. what's what's why is it so hard? And even like sometimes I I, I get this feeling. I, I had this discussion before with like shirts for churches and shirts for camps and all these things. And I'm like, they're just. It's like they're just made and printed. And yeah. I'm like, why can't yeah. we have really cool? designs that make people who aren't christians who don't necessarily are gonna see your yeah. shirt out there and go wow that's a really cool design so, or that's a really well done shirt so this is getting into a whole idea right um of that the way that i feel about these type of t-shirts that i feel like to get people's attention and um have them ask questions like i feel like this whole like shirt culture feels mm-hmm. like we have to use somebody else's ideas to appeal mm-hmm. to their own culture instead of our own culture when we have our own incredibly talented god-gifted artists that can create yeah. their own designs mm-hmm. and like can be their own designers and we don't have to rely on making that connection to culture because right. i mean 100 percent like, right so, so i love like you you'll, you'll see shirts that are designed by like artists and stuff like that that is an expression of kingdom culture and that are like super well thought out amazing shirts and you're just like oh my gosh this is so incredible that somebody sees and they're just like that's a that's an awesome t-shirt i respect that because of how it's been you know executed and the thought behind it and the creativity it's just a cool looking thing and to me i feel like that's something that i don't know if we just that that it i it's probably happening like you've seen it but like i feel like the overall consensus is like why aren't a majority of all these shirts just like really cool things that people would want to wear right then on their camp or even like you know sometimes like you're embarrassed to wear the shirt like right. if you're if a part it's of you're like so oh, cringy you're, you're like you nah. and you take that puppy off and you're like okay yeah this is a which shirt <laughs> i ended up <laughs> you're gonna so, have oil stands on you later buddy yeah so fun fun fact here so mm-hmm. i just fun got fact. done with with camp with youth camp and the the way we do it, since we have like multiple church plant locations, we will create our own youth camp 
and all of the youth groups like come together. It's like it's a lot of fun, but that also means that we get to design any t-shirts or anything that go with them. Nice. And so we have we had that discussion where we were just like how do we make this t-shirt not suck? Like, I don't yeah. know how else to phrase it's it. A valid, it's a valid, it's a valid statement. Question. Yeah. And what we landed on is we were like, you know what? Like we both, we all, we know the location is like in the mountains. So you mm-hmm. want it to almost feel like in a way souvenirish because you also want to put the year and stuff. But then it's also like, it doesn't have to be, like the worst design ever. And so the way we did it comic was Sans. Yeah, Comic Sans, man. <laughs> Should be. Was the front, I don't know if you can see, but the front had like this patch on it that was like Yeah, it's mountains. blurry. It's, all yeah. it's blurry, but then the back had the same thing but like larger. Nice. Mm-hmm. There you and go. so it's really clean. Yeah. It's it was just clean and that was like the two. That's what they looked like. Very blurry. There we okay, go. It focusing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Super minimalistic. There you go. But got the idea across. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I love it. And so do the students. And we've yeah. had parents that were like, can we buy an extra t-shirt if they're hey, left? So exactly. it's, it's, it's like, it's cool because, you know, that's, that's something that I agree with. I like minimal design, nothing yeah. like well, minimalism arty. is huge right now. I feel like in our culture, yes. like it's just yeah. so appealing to everyone. Yes. And so, people like, like less going on and less like, is more. You know, less mm. is more. And yep. like, I, that just speaks to something I like, I, I wish we could see more from the Christian culture of like, when you look at, you know, artists, um, songwriters, uh, musicians, mm-hmm. uh, painters, designers, like all of the arts of the Christian culture, like, I feel like, you know, just everything that we want to do to the Lord, just for like, we want, uh, we want the music that we, you, you guys perform on Sunday. You want it to sound good. You want it to be a, like a beautiful right. offering yeah. to him. And there's a lot of like artists out there that like, you know, why not do something with excellence? Like, you know, yeah. to the Lord, like, you know, why there's designers that have like real, right, real skills and like gifts to like do these things. And they could actually go out and like create some amazing content, some amazing designs that are like originating from the kingdom. They're not originating yeah. from like say the, the the secular world or like you know something like that. Yeah. yeah, copying because like we like we don't we don't need that to get a message across. And I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot a lot of times mm-hmm. we feel like we need that yeah. connection mm-hmm. to like connect with people. And mm. but like. Just that whole idea of like, hey, everything can be done with excellence to the Lord, even if it's just de- designing a little T-shirt mm-hmm. and just like right. making it look really good and like caring about how it looks and not well, just throwing an oeuvre uh, through the <laughs> you know the, the product line. Yeah, well, and I mean too the the thing that like you know working at the church, a discussion we have a lot, and then I've talked about this concept with my dad, who just knows a ton about church history too, is. The idea that Christianity, if you look at like the Renaissance, like the Christians were the ones that were like pioneering new uses of technology and art. And they were the ones that were like, we want to do this well. We want to paint this ceiling with new Mm. techniques that look unbelievable and are going to last lifetimes. We want to create these things in science. We want to look for these certain things and and create and build and make unbelievable compositions 
that will be listened to for so long. And it was like constant innovation, but all of that was stemming from the church. And the church was fueling all of the creativity and all of the new uses of art. And somewhere between like just, I guess like the like 1900s, that was like lost. There was this idea of, well, now we can cruise. We can do this thing and we don't have to innovate that much. And then you get into a lot of consumerism from the church. And then it's like, well, these were the things that were working there. So we'll do these here. We won't innovate. Mm. And so what you ended up with was there was like a, the creativity became stagnant in the church. Mm. And what I think is interesting is now we're starting to see, I think with, um, you know, I, I think about like the independent Christian music area a lot now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm talking with a lot of people in that area, which has been really fun. And I'm, I'm, you're starting to see more of that creativity coming back into Absolutely. music because it ended up being that it became like a weird industry. And then people were like, this is what's selling. So like push out an album every year and do this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to work. And what happens is that now we, there's like this new group of of people that are like, I want to make what I enjoy and that I think is good, yeah. but I want to do it well, and I'm going to take time and do that. And you're starting to see that with, with other areas. So it's like I'm, I'm hopeful at the same time Absolutely. You know that, that we'll see more of that in other areas of art and technology. But it's just a matter of Christians understanding like, it's okay for you to like do things that are creative and risk it like, and, and just, Absolutely. just to do it. You I know, mean, th- those things are happening. There's a, there's quite a few churches that have actually started um, like a uh, coding, uh, coding boot camps and like getting Christians yeah. into code and software development and like yeah. an area that they haven't been involved in for like literally the entire growth yeah. of um, yeah. like software over the past 25 years. And right. just going back to what you said, that's a, uh, so for those that don't know John Mark Millen, an incredible yeah. artist, like probably one of my favorite artists that I've ever listened to, his heart for the Lord and for music and just an idea. He's been one of those pioneers like before, yeah. like just over these last 15 years, like how he looks at music and how he wants to make music and how he wants to write songs. Like if you guys don't know about him, any listeners, go listen to him. Have an open mind. Like he has some of the, the deepest lyrics, and <laughs> yeah. most beautiful stories and isn't afraid to be honest with himself and with the Lord and that shows through in his music. And I feel like you just connect with it more, but he's always, he's been one of those pioneers. And, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be more of a pioneer than we are a traveler. Like, you know, we're always taking the road less traveled, like, you know, than others. And so, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting times moving forward. Like you're really starting to see a lot of it. Well, and I think too, that, you know, you bringing up John Mark, McMillan, like I, I appreciate his music a lot too, and just really love what he does and the way he writes. And you were talking about like the honesty that comes through on his art, and I think that's so important because I think that you know we, we can use music and and art and writing as an example of that. You found that when a lot of people were writing songs that they just thought people wanted to hear, that it was becoming redundant. You know, it was becoming like, well, this hasn't been my experience with faith. Like, this hasn't been where I've been. Yep. You know, and it makes it to where they're like, 
almost feel like secluded and alone yeah. because they're like, is that what I'm supposed like? Is that what it's supposed to be? But you know, you look at John Mark McMillan's discography, if you will, and you've yeah. seen this constant build. But then you get to the album Mercury and Lightning, oh which God. at first was like it was so different. But that first song, he's using the analogy of like you know Greek gods and how disconnected that idea feels of like you know we look at greek mythology and we're like oh yeah well that's not real and he's using that analogy to say like you know he was chasing other gods and then that god felt so distant to him in that time that it felt similar yeah but then there's the lyric and it is just a beautiful lyric where basically he says um oh man it's let's see mercury I was about and, to say it's like the 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 last song in the album that uh um Jonathan and Melissa Helser did with him like where he, Yeah. he resolves the questions that he's asking at the beginning and like right and and even his next album was just oh. addressing that that like almost crisis in belief and but then it, the lyrics to Mercury and Lightning you just can feel the honesty in it because he's like I've been chasing God. I've been chasing Mercury and Lightning. I've been pressing hard, but been coming up short. Lately, I've been thinking about what's going to happen when you and I, with you and I, I need a new religion or I need a new lie. But then it gets into the part where he says, I heard the echoes of a voice like a dream that you feel, but you don't remember. I've known it ever since I was a boy, like a word on the tip of my tongue. And that analogy of like, understanding like that, He's like, I can't walk away from God because, like, I can constantly feel that that presence is there. And I thought, like, a word on the tip of your tongue is such a good analogy for that and creative Absolutely. because it's like, you're like, I know that word is there. And I'm like, trying to, I'm trying to explain it and I can't get it out. And, you know, in those moments of like doubt, it's such a great analogy for that. Mm -hmm. And, you can do those creative things and people relate to it. Like we're sitting here talking about it and we're not here talking about, you know, anything we heard on Caleb, you know, <laughs> like no. it's, we're talking about no. like, we're talking about the relatable people that we've listened to their music and it's like connected with us. And some people, they may connect to the things that they hear on Christian radio oh, 100%. and that's great, Absolutely. but that doesn't mean that everyone is there, you know? No. So there has and to be, creativity across the board right and i think that's the biggest thing that i feel is why aren't the songs that we resonate with played on the radio you know right. why is there only the things that sell i guess in a way and and, and not to say yeah. these songs wouldn't sell because they're good they would you mm -hmm. know it's 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 just such an interesting i don't know if there's such a tight hold on the industry overall that we don't that you just can't have that accessibility to all sorts of music and then all of a sudden you're out here finding you know different music like jonathan odkin john mark mcmillan john mark, yeah john mark pantana the maverick city all the like all of these yeah these at john all the right um hey do you hear that by the way which by the way i'm i'm working i've finished a new song today that i'll probably release nice. in like a month so nice. i'm really happy i'll, I'll send it to you boys sneak peek no. i'll i'll uh, send it to you guys um, i'm pretty excited thank you thank you um, yeah, but it, it's, it, and so it's fresh. It's not frustrating. I guess it's hard because 
you know, one of the well, it can be frustrating. Yeah. I work at a, a bookstore right now, and all you hear is the same songs over and over and over. Yeah, and then you, I get in the car and on the radio, it's the same songs over and over and over, and I'm like, I don't understand why <laughs> yeah. the same songs. Like, I I know yeah. they I know they're the top charters, but I'm just like, there's so many different people that you can not only give access to a wellspring of their what they're going through musically, what they're going through in their walk to help you because that's the whole point is like yeah. sharing what's going on in your life so that you can relate to other people that are going through these battles. And most of the time, you know, like it's, I don't feel like you get the deep nitty gritty songs on the radio that are really going to make you feel there are good ones on there for sure. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, hate on that because like i love that one that has like what is it it's torn wells and someone yeah um the fire do what you are famous for yeah yeah love that song that song like that plays all the time and i just don't get tired of that one like it's just a good song and i feel like there's those ones that are like really just like inspired when they're written that just yeah. don't get old when you yeah. listen to them. And it, it, it's it's okay it's okay to feel that way and just for all the listeners out there like when when we when we talk about things like this it's not that we're attacking these songs yeah we're saying that they don't have meaning or that they don't change lives because right i mean hey god's worked he's worked he he works in endless ways and like yeah you know there's somebody that's listening to a song at, at caleb right now out there that right it's probably affecting and changing them mm. we right. are just we don't want to just accept like things for the way they are. Like we, right. we, we want to see like, can some things be improved? Can some things be mixed up? And just to speak to what Christian was saying right there, it reminds me of something John Mark McMillan talked about, uh, where he was he's talking about the novelty of songs and how hmm. like you know they sound good, like you know they're all the right things are said. And right. It's a lot of the songs that we hear on the radio. Like there's no um, there's. There's just this novelty of just like, oh, I'm, we're going to sing this and it's going to f- make me feel great. And right. It's, it's going to sound great and it's going to have like good chord progressions that are easy to follow and like all yeah. these things. But that um, he, he was talking about just in life in general and music. And he was like, what he enjoys more is the, the, the intimacy of relationship and the intimacy yeah. of the song. And he's like, when a song's intimate, it's hard. It's, it's honest. It's, it's real. Um, and it's something that you can really connect with. And he's like, for me and his walk in his faith, he's like, I often find God more in those intimate places than yeah. I do with the novelty. And like, that's kind of like that next step of like the novelty of like a relationship when you're first yeah. together and you have like all of these amazing feelings and the novelty of love. But like, once you experience like a, just a shout out again to my wife, Savannah, we're about to celebrate our four year uh, wedding anniversary, oh! July 29th this year. Very um, nice. Praise the Lord. But Congrats, when man. you begin to know a person and when you begin to know the Lord and you reach that point of like like intimacy and not like as in physical intimacy, but just knowing a person intimately, knowing the yeah. Lord intimately, like they've been there for you. They've been with you in the hard times when the questions and doubts that you've had and they're still there after that. Those moments, you connect more with that person and for me, more with the Lord in that. And I feel like with the type of consumerism of Christian music that we only put out, we sometimes miss a lot of that depth. Yeah. And yeah. we ha- have a lot of good praise and a lot of 
good feeling songs, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that I'll talk to that they say like, you know, they can't really connect with that because they're just not. There. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. oftentimes the Lord meets us where we're at, not where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to see more songs that go to people where they're mm-hmm. at. Yeah. And then bring them to the place that they need to be. Yeah. So, you know, I feel what? that it's very difficult to, you have such high level spirituality songs that are right. played out there where it's just like, I'm not there. Yeah. I can't sing this. I don't feel like singing this because this isn't how I feel about God, about any of life, you know, right now. And it's, and and then it goes, am I a bad Christian? Am I not having right. faith? Because I can't sing these lyrics where this person who has all the greatest of intentions means every word of what they're singing. Right. They're just yeah. at this different place in their walk. And we need those songs just as much as we need the like the mix in between. And I feel yeah. like that's something that, you know, for me really I relate with hundred percent Brandon. It's just like where it, I need those songs that are just like, here's where I'm at in life yeah. at this moment where I'm like, I don't know, like, but I'm still pushing through because I want to, but yeah, I, it's hard for me to just be like, I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned. Yes. You know? Yeah. It, it was it literally I'm just going to go into it. Um, we were at Hope Church yeah. um, and we went into this song and I, I was convicted, but like, didn't know how to respond because here we're right. singing this song, The Stand, right? We're singing that we believe in God. We'll stand right. with our arms high and our heart abandoned. And no one's doing it. Yeah, yeah. And my question goes, why are we singing this song? But also, why is this? Sh- we're ashamed. That's the only yeah. thing that uh. I can think of is we're too concerned about what other people think about yeah. us than to raise our hands to a God who wants that, asks that right. of us in praise. I believe I learned about that was just like, we're supposed to like yeah. praise him in this way. Yeah. And we sing this song and it almost feels unfair to sing that song because I know what we're going for. Right. So hard in our culture and in our, in our churches to go there because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's it's, it's literally, yeah. and I, and it all comes down to. I'm like, how else do you look upon this other than I'm just ashamed to praise God in this mm. moment because I'm too concerned with yeah. what anyone else around me is doing. Yeah, and 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 so I had that issue, like where I was like, I don't know what to do because like, I can where raise do my I hands do on another song. Yeah, but now this song is saying this is what I'm going to do because, you know, because of you, kind of idea, right. I think it's 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 so interesting because there's like there's like the the fine line of where it's like no song is going to be like exactly where every person is mm-hmm. you know and and obviously corporate worship is like super important and so sometimes I think there can be like moments where you're hearing a song and maybe it's not where you're at, you know, like with the stand, you're like, right now I'm not heart abandoned and I'm not like lifting my hands, stand, you know, like all this stuff, like it's, but God can like still point things out through the congregational worship of like, well, okay. So like, I know that's not where you're at. So like, how, how can we build that relationship? You know, so it's, and, and it's kind of like, um, 
I heard a great analogy from from old John P- Piper. I almost said Pipper. Piper. John John Pipper. <laughs> uh, so I heard John Piper. He was talking about the. Um, it's not relativity, but you know, kind of like this idea of, you know, oh this this sermon didn't go how I would want it to have heard it, or like this song didn't go the way that I would have done it. And he was talking about the, obviously the grace there, and then talking about how, you know, take for example, even with like preaching, you know, you've got a guy who's like, let me, I'm going to try to communicate this how I can. I need to communicate this. And you look at it like if I went over to someone's house and they served me a plate of food. Well, like, let's say they cooked, you know, they cooked a steak for somebody and it's maybe not exactly like how they would take it. Well, it's still like the act of like, well, okay, I appreciate the fact that the food was even brought, like, yep. you know, and so, but then there's also like learning in there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like, it is, it's a very hard line to, mm-hmm. to tread on how can you help the congregation through what you're singing and like, I guess the one solution is you you just got to mix it up. Like you've got to give yeah. like people opportunities to hear something that they're like, I relate to that. Like we will do the song every now and then, um, brokenness aside, yeah. which is the, yeah. I mean, the first line is, will your grace run out if I let you down? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that is where a lot of people are. Yeah. And then the idea of like, I'm a sinner. If it's not one thing, it's another caught up in words, tangled in lies, but you are a savior and you take brokenness aside and make it beautiful. Like there are people that need to hear that. And so it's like, you know, mixing, mixing those things up. It reminds me of something Christine Kane said. And just, she said, she was talking about her, just her experience with the Holy Spirit and the Lord. And she was saying that so oftentimes in the the church culture and the Christian culture, we think it's one way and it has Mm. to be completely that one way. So it has to be completely all of these praise, like, yeah all these songs that we hear that are just like, like anthems perfect. yeah yeah anthems like um and just like that's what we're talking about and she's like most oftentimes it's both and it's not either or mm-hmm. and i think a lot of because because there's two sides to each thing there's uh there's like typically god lies somewhere in the middle i found in just my short walk with him he's somewhere in the middle he's not all the way over here and he's not all the way over here mm. so like mm. He's both and, he's not either or. And I just feel like we've become just like this either or. Yeah. And like as you said, Jonathan, we need to mix it up more. We need mm-hmm. to be more of a both and culture yeah. and giving people songs that, because sometimes people need anthems. People need, yeah. people need praise. Like I, I completely agree with you. It's going to be speaking to someone in that moment mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit's going to work through that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people need songs for where they're at. Right. And I feel like that side has just been from just where I'm where I'm sitting at yeah. has been a little bit more neglected than say for the sure. Anthems. And mm-hmm. once yeah. we get to that point where we have both and I feel like we're going to be ministering and connecting to a yeah. lot more mm-hmm. people. And yeah, but yeah, both and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, you know, take, for example, I think a good example is the song Jesus is Better, I think is an excellent blend, mm. honestly, of both anthem and being like, here's what we're praising. But it's also like there's the blend of 
here are great reminders and just teaching. Yeah. You know, like you have the whole course is just talking about like you haven't forgotten us. You haven't done these things like we know that you're with us. But then the bridge goes into, and it's so convicting every time I hear it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then all my sorrows, Jesus is better. Make my heart believe. Mm -hmm. Then all my, like, then every rich, or like, it's just basically listing all Mm -hmm. these things then that are earthly. And it's like, Jesus is better than these things. Absolutely. And then it's Mm -hmm. the prayer of, I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. Then it's the prayer of, make my heart believe, Mm -hmm. because it's that, that concept of like, this is what I know is true, but my feelings in my heart are having a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. And That's it's whole, so convicting, man. Like, it's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole Thomas situation in the Bible, like, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't, like, realize that, like, I mean, Jesus wasn't scared of Thomas' doubts or he wasn't scared of yeah. his unbelief. He, he went to him where he was yep. at, and he gave him exactly what he asked for. Yeah, and he's like poke, poke here, <laughs> like yeah, literally like, yeah, do this. Like, you see yeah. this hole, like you know, yeah, in like, my side. <laughs> yeah, but like mm-hmm. some people need that. Like some yeah. people, and yeah, we need to be willing to go to those people. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and yeah. I think actually we all end up in those places. Though. Absolutely, like that. It's I don't think there's a single person. Well, you know, maybe yeah, not. But I'm saying, if they, they say <laughs> every, I feel like I mean, every Christian on the planet walks through a moment where they have to evaluate, like, where am I at? Do I believe this? What do yeah. I hold to? You know, it's you it's can, actually a good thing because then that makes you dig deeper into what you are experiencing yeah. and who God is through that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, there's want two examples i mean first of all there's john the baptist who literally was the forefront for jesus claiming he was the messiah and then later he goes are you i just just want to make sure like jesus are you this is jesus's like cousin by the way or like like and then he sends him a message and jesus is like okay and he just sends back scripture like prophecy about him like the lame are walking the blind are seeing and the deaf are hearing what do you think you know like it wasn't and it wasn't like John, what the heck, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you I thought we were bros. Kind of <laughs> like, you, yeah. you, you were the voice in the wilderness crying out, make way. Like, you, I you knew ate all the scripture the by honey. age six. Like, yeah. what <laughs> There's no one greater than you. I've said it, you know? Like, and yeah. then, like, he's doubting. And then Paul, I'm pretty sure later, in like yeah. Thessalonians is like, we questioned what we were doing. Like, these yeah. are like the top two people, if you could say people in the Bible. Like, yeah. And they doubted. Like, Freaking, he baptized Jesus, okay? And yeah. then later, he, he saw the dove. Like, yep. have a greater experience than God audibly <laughs> saying, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And then later right. he goes, wait uh, a second, was it, this Jesus? And, and that's yeah. that idea of, like, doubting Thomas doubted. Okay, like, John the Baptist technically doubted his yeah. opinion there. And so, just like... Seeing that, like there, there is that in the Bible, and as y'all are saying, like yeah, we probably all experience that. Does it look the same for everyone? No. No, and sometimes people are just blessed with different gifts, like the gifts of faith, where they're just like they believe, and yeah. like they just have it the rest of their lives. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it's, you know, the greatest thing that you what struggle with is going to be your greatest weapon or whatever, mm, you know. Yeah. And it's that uh, thing of like sometimes you're just in that doubt for a long time because mm. the later half, like it's going to be greater, you know. Right. And for me, it's 
learning that humility of like what I'm even hearing now is like, you know, I get so focused on the way that I think about songs like The Stand and like I I know a lot of that was like partially towards me of like, okay, like I'm ashamed. I don't know what to do with this, you know, but it's also like just because I'm not getting anything out of this worship in the moment doesn't mean my thoughts in this process are the correct thoughts to have because you well, do have so many different people that are in the audience that are in different places and in my mind just goes, oh, it's not like, oh, I, I should And that's really way. tough too because yeah. it's like the, obviously you you know your own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Like you know where you're at. And also like every like, – all of us know our own worst secrets and our own worst tendencies and when we screw up. And yeah. so what what is most of the time the case is that we end up in this mindset of like, oh, I'm not worthy to do this. Sure. Mm-hmm. And or why don't I ma- want to do it? Right. Or like, why don't I want to? I don't feel like I should. Like, am I not able to? And the fact of the matter is none of us are worthy by ourselves, oh. obviously. Right. We can't be. And that's where it's like almost following a command. It is a command to like worship God. And then it's like worship God with psalms, hymns, and and spiritual songs. Like there are different categories of things that are said to be done that do different things. They teach or they are praising God or they're stating things that God has done. And it's, it's tough because it's, that's the reason that there's the variety in that way is because all of us are in different walks, but it is kind of extending that, that like, uh, it almost can line up with like bearing one another's burdens in a weird Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. because you might be like, man, I'm not, this song's not where I'm at, but it might be where like other people are at. And so, you know, it's, it's just, it's just different. It's tough. Yeah. Because I fall into it all the time. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to look at your... <laughs> yeah. It's so focused on your own walk that you go, what matters is my own growth. And it's like, well, we're all a body. And like it, like you said... Great like, point. Yeah. You yeah. know, the body may need help more in the arms today than you being the leg. You know, just <laughs> yes. like... it's Today's it's, leg day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skip leg day. It's arm day. Full circle, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, games, bro. All of a sudden, I just like rip this shirt off, and I've got that one on. Wow. You've got it tattooed on your chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's just games. <laughs> God's oh, <my>. gym. <laughs> my body, a temple. <laughs> I like turn around and tattooed on my back is a temple. <laughs> I'm like tattooed on my temple. That's oh, right. <laughs> my goodness, that's so uh, great. Full circle Jonathan. connection there. Oh Dude, my word. Yeah. And since we're there, I just want to show I, yeah. y'all this shirt because you I think it's to. a great way to just kind of well <laughs> make it a to bring us full and end on this. That's yeah, right. we gotta full you circle. know, gotta have that nice wrap. Yeah, it's been nice a while rap. since we've Yo. had like some serious discussion, Brandon. Thanks, bro, for and being where we're here. Brandon. Go, go deep in the nitty gritty. Yeah, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Right. All right, Jonathan, I'm, I'm sending you this picture right now, and I'm gonna show yes, Brandon. Please. Let me know when you get it. I want to show him at the same time. Same way. Um. Oh my. And it's so funny to me. Oh so let me just tell you this. So this is how this is said. It's Nacho Day, Satan. <laughs> Sounds like we're giving Satan free nachos. It sounds like it sounds <laughs> like day, it Satan. sounds like we're telling Satan it's, it's not worthy of Mexican day. food. Like, yes. Oh, 
my word. Guess what? It's not your day. Because <laughs> it's super, okay, it's super happy text. It's happy little tortillas. Well, there's ones like, oh, and he's getting dipped in the, the queso dip. <laughs> I'm looking. It's it unbelievable. Says, it's nacho day stinked in. <laughs> and I know what they were going for. I know they were saying, like, it's not your day, Satan. But, like, but, I'm um, like, why wouldn't you have, like, a little tortilla chip being like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and, like, have it's a, not your yeah. day. We have an idea, and then we have, uh, you know, carrying out that idea. And uh, right. they didn't carry it far. Dude. <laughs> no. It, it was so It, it so went funny. like Satan's going to be showing up and be like, hey, where the free nachos at, <laughs> man? Nacho day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we got some Diablo hot sauce on that? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do we got dipping in there? It's like some queso? I mean, it or was, what? It's so funny to me. It's like, it's Taco Tuesday, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taco like, Tuesday. It's so like, funny the way that Fonzo Pretty playful, right? The colors that they use yes. and everything. It literally... How you said it is how it is. Like, yeah, that's how I read it's, it. I'm like, it's like you're saying, hey, it's uh, time for nachos. <laughs> it's too fun for what it is. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. what like it I'm is. Saying, like it needed to have that little bit of sass. Like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah. No, no, no. It looks like, it also looks like clip art. Like that's the other thing I don't understand is the need for clip art. In, Realty free in, nacho picture. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I'm like, this cannot PNG go So that I could put it over top of this. <laughs> fun, fun story here, I guess, that will oh, further reveal to you my, my disdain for, uh, sorry, my, my chair's squeaking like crazy over here. My, sorry. my disdain for, um, like, just really poorly done graphics and mm. t-shirt stuff. Mm. So I'm in a I'm in a group on Facebook that is for like Christian creatives that are like involved with church stuff. And a person they put a post up and they were like, "Here we're doing VBS. Here are seven graphics. Y'all tell me which one you like the most." And I looked at them all all seven of them. And I was like, this is the worst graphic design I have ever seen no. in my life. Like no. it it was it was brutal. It was brutal. And I was like, oh. and so I, I like moved past it. I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and not think about this. Like Jonathan, and like a few anything. hours later, I'm like still sitting there like this is I can't get past it. Like I could not move. So instead what I did is I opened my Photoshop. And I made them a graphic, and I went in to the comments, and I was like, "Hey, this is just one. you asked for opinions, and I'm going to tell you right now, each and every one of these is really cheesy and cringy." And I was like, "And I'm I'm telling you this because I care, and I'm also telling you this because here is a suggestion, and here's something I made for you." Yeah, based so off I, of their design, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Right, so, yeah, like, like, based off like, of what they use, had, I didn't use one pixel of their design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, well, like, so it was that basically, bad. they were doing well, like a Jurassic Park themed, like VBS, and okay. it was they called it oh, what was it called? Um, I I can't remember. It was like a play on that, but then. They had like all these clip art dinosaurs <laughs> everywhere. I didn't get any information there? It was. It, <laughs> it was. It was just a bunch of dinosaur clip art put everywhere at Jurassic Park stuff, 
And so it ended up that I straight up just did a Jurassic Park font stuff and kind of made it jungly and all of this. And I sent it. Jungle jungle. And everybody, like just hundreds of comments were just like, please use this instead of whatever those were. Please use these. (laughs) And the person commented back and they were like, they were really grateful and they were like, we're going to use it. And so they ended up using that Did for their BBS. On that? No. no, I was like, just take it, take <laughs> it, take the Please. graphic, so, take the t-shirts. Yeah, I was like, the, I. It was just one of those things. But um, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, my great. mind went to a place of like going off of Jurassic Park, right? So I was yeah, in the middle of that, you were in the you were in the and park, we were man. And I'm we were wandering the park. Oh, dude, going, absolutely having a uh, Jurassic time. Wandering <laughs> yeah, the park dude. with yeah. My yeah. thought was like, come to VBS, and the spirit is going to Tyrannosaurus wreck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude, oh were my. you making those t-shirts you sent me? You could tell me if you were just asking for opinions. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, <laughs> God. Brandon's like, I'm never coming back oh, on no. this show. <laughs> I know. You can say a lot with an oh, my. <laughs> Oh my. That should be a t-shirt. I can say a lot with an oh my. <laughs> Sounds like a mom Why did you sound like I, I can say a lot manager. with an oh my. Karen. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, it's, it feels like it'd be like a swirly font. The southern <laughs> style. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, we, guys. I hate how you can define things just like with a font immediately. You're like, I heard oh that in word. font. Yep. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that in script font. Yeah, Yeah, like (laughs) it's like anytime you say the word avatar, it's in papyrus. Papyrus, (laughs) Gentlemen, this was an extremely fun time. Brandon, thank you so much for being on here, dude. For real, what a good time. Mm. And Mm. I'm Christian. I'm gonna blaze a trail through all the Patreons today. Just to, I'm just going to express VPN that's yep. not a sponsor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and trail that blaze. You ready? Three, two. Why am I counting down? <laughs> Claps to Spike Audio. No. <laughs> Jay, thank you. Ishtvin, thank you. Sarah, thank you. Daniel, thank you. Sam, thank you. Tim, thank you. Katrina, thank you. Kendall, thank you. Bethany, thank you. And Matt, Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for wow. all that you do. We're so thankful for each and every single one of you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh man. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. Can we get Jay Stottle on the mic? No. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Stottle, take it over now. <laughs> you heard a Zeus? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for once again listening to the Taco Boss podcast. You. If you guys are listening, you hear that faint music fading in, and as it fades in, we're all fading out.